At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. You're a growing business, which means you need every spare hour you can find. That's why the most successful growing businesses are working together in Slack. Slack is where work happens with all your people, data, and information in one AI-powered place. Start a call instantly in huddles and ditch cumbersome calendar invites. Or build an automation with Workflow Builder to take routine tasks off your plate. No coding required. Grow your business in Slack. Visit slack.com to get started. This is VSIN's Big Bets with Dave Ross and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. We begin our number two of Big Bets here on Beeson, Dave Ross, and Amal Shaw here at South Point Casino and Hotel in fabulous Las Vegas, Nevada. Our number one, I thought we gave a, a pretty good pro tip, and that would be on the Pac-12. We just talked about it with Lorenzo Alexander, and you certainly you look at the odds, and you see Utah is at plus 260. And the pro tip would be, look, before the, before the season started, if you liked Utah, there might not be any reason to jump off them for losing a really tough non-con game at the Swamp in week one. I, I would agree with you. I think uh, when you look at this Utah team, um, you know, that was, a, that was a game that 90% of teams are going to lose. Mm-hmm. You go into Florida to play Anthony Richardson and company, you're going to find out how big and strong he is. I don't think Anthony Richardson's a guy you can truly appreciate how tough he is to bring down until you face him. And uh, by the oh, way, man. how about Kel- that two-point conversion? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> unbelievable. Kelly, I can't wait for the Florida-Florida State game this year. This is going to be fun. It looks like it's going to have some juice back to it. I, ha- I have a feeling Florida's going to be outclassing uh, Florida State still. I, th- I think that was more of bad LSU we saw last night than good Florida State. But but who, who knows? we got a whole season to go. I will say, Maul, though, that, that game, I was able to get in live on Florida. That team looking good. Anthony Richardson looks fantastic. Yeah. We'll talk about him in the Heisman. I, it was funny, though. We got off the air on Friday. We talked a little bit about that game. I texted them all. All the threes were gone about an hour after we got off the air. So the, the, the Florida money came in. But to your point, though, I think even though Florida State may not look or we don't think they're as good as they may be or what they showed last night, 
I think when you start winning, it builds confidence and it allows a team to maybe get better than they were. I thought Jordan Travis played extremely well. We'll see what happens going forward. I just wonder if Norvell would have been left there in the Dome had they lost that game somehow, some way. Because if you figure out a way to lose that game in that fashion after getting the gift and the muff punt, and, of course, they, they cover all numbers, win the game outright, getting the four, it's going to close it. I wonder how hot the hot seat would have been. It's a great question, Dave. And I'll tell you, I go back to the possession where they got the ball up 24-17. They got so conservative, ran two plays to the short side. Only punt of the second half. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I'm like, why don't you just open up the offense a little bit and act like you're in a tie game? I'm not saying you got to go deep, but how about some safe throws? Jordan Travis was tremendous moving around the pocket. Guys were getting open. They needed six plays and 20 yards, and the game is over. No doubt. But these teams become so conservative, and then they went to a prevent. They allowed LSU to really put on a clinic in terms of how to execute down the stretch. The the prevent, I don't care if it's – I mean, the NFL is not as bad, but college football, the prevent defense is like, okay, might as well wave the white flag and say we're going to settle this at the goal line with 10 (laughs) seconds left. When does it ever work? Like these teams just march up up and down the field whenever you roll out the prevent defense these days. It it was unnecessarily – Tense for Florida State backers. There was no reason for that game to come down the way it did. I, I would agree with you there. One other thing that needs to be corrected in college football is this nonsense of the clock stopping after the after the first oh. down. And here's what I mean. Now, I'm not saying don't stop the clock. This is the the broadcasters have not adjusted over 20 years. This is not like years ago where we sit there and say, okay, wait a minute, has he got the chain lined up? <laughs> okay, it's about 15 seconds. You should have right. your play ready to go. I'm telling you right now, this stoppage is about three seconds. It's it's just the term that they use the stoppage. It's a joke. It doesn't even mean anything. You'll hear, well, you know, they get a stoppage of the clock for the first time. That three seconds matters. What these coaches have to realize is spike the ball because you're not going four downs in those scenarios. You have three downs. The clock is much more valuable. Love the ramp. By the way, again, Utah's numbers better now after that non-conference loss to win the Pac-12. So that, again, is a pro tip. Going to try to do one of those every hour across the VEASAN spectrum here. So that means up to 20 pro tips a day. They're available now for VEASAN pro subscribers only at VEASAN.com where you can sort them out by sport and by show. I do want to take a look at a couple things going on right now. Uh, Tiafo and Nadal Right now, the United States Open in the round of 16, knotted up at three in the first set. Conversation you and I were having a little bit off air, and that is, you know, I'm looking at Rafa Nadal, yep. and I'm going, is he the modern-day advanced version of a guy like Yvonne Wendell? Because back in the day, if you looked up and said a guy in his late 30s is still going to be one of the shortest favorites to win the Open, Amal, that it's those guys would look at you like McEnroe and Connors and, you know, Borg and even Beckers and Edbergs and go the you know, Sampras's even would look at you and go, you're crazy. What, what planet do you live, live yeah. on? Because this is not normal. What the big three continuously do. Yeah, you're absolutely right. But I think we're seeing it across sports, right? You're seeing with LeBron James, you're seeing with Tom Brady, yeah. you're seeing with so many different athletes, uh, the understanding of taking care of your body, the health, the economics also play a role. They make so much money. So now you can travel by pri- uh, private plane. You have also health and fitness people. Remember when the 80s, when these uh, teams were playing, they're traveling commercial. Yeah. Uh, you know, imagine Michael Jordan company getting on a commercial flight in the oh early my, 80s and oh stuff like goodness. that uh, compared to flying private. Now, so those things change drastically, and I think it makes a huge difference. Uh, the awareness to take care of yourself has changed. Rafael Nadal at 36 years old, just turned 36 in June. Really doing a tremendous job. Now, this is where you see a difference. Look, if he's playing Francis Tiafo, uh, say, five, seven years ago at the U.S. Open, the scoreline's probably going to read 6-1, 6-2, 6-4 across three sets. Yes. Now, here, you know, he's in a dogfight. 
I think they'll find set. a way through. Yeah, absolutely. But I, I think Rafa, the one thing that he has that very few players have on the t- on the tour is if he loses a first set, the ability to just ramp it up. Brian Rogers was asking me about that. Our boss, he said, hey, um, why is the guys like Nadal and, Dro- and Joker yeah. drop the first set? I said, because those other guys come in ramped up, ready to go. And I said, these guys are like, all right, let's see how it's going. And then when the switch gets flipped, the focus becomes hyper. By the way, the live betting market now, Nadal is minus 210 to win this match because we just had a break of serve. Yeah. The American Tiafo has just broken Nadal in the seventh game here in the first set. So if you like the American right now, you could hop in at plus $1.60 on Tiafo. Nadal minus 215, even though he's down a break. Would that concern you after seeing this break here in the first set? Well, I think the numbers reflected in the thought that Tiafo is going to be able to get through the first set. I don't know if he's faced a break point yet or not in the second. I mean, in this set. Uh, but look, Rafa loses the set. He lost the other the other night to Fonini. Lose the first set, and then nice. he just absolutely he sends him packing straight back to Italy. Um, <laughs> you know, he might send Tiafo back to D.C. Maryland area where he's from pretty quickly down I ninety five on this Labor Day weekend. My and, it's traffic's a nightmare. I, you got that right. You don't want to be going on that one. So I think when you look at it, um, this set is not over. You you will you've got to have a good service game if you're Tiafo. Got to hit some first serves here because I think Rafa will come out very focused in the return game. Uh, and very quickly, just on those price points here in the United States Open to win it, Kyrgios is the betting favorite at plus 210. Remember, Joker couldn't play, uh, wasn't allowed into the country, all those things. We don't have uh, Federer anymore right now as we wait to see if we'll see more from Rafa. But the, you look at Nadal and Kyrgios. Do you trust Nick Kyrgios as the betting favorite? I don't trust Nick enough, but I think <laughs> the way he's been playing, he's got the most wins on the men's side since the French Open concluded. He looks hyper-focused, and I'll tell you what, he took care of Medvedev. I will say this. If Nick is focused, his serve is not getting stopped. Hmm. So you think maybe he turned a corner by getting to the finals and now all of a sudden it's a different Nick Kyrgios? I think he realizes, wow, when you start winning, people treat you differently. Yeah. Uh, By the way, on the women's side, you and I had a conversation on Friday. Hopefully you're watching Big Big Bets then. And I said, will we still be talking about Serena Williams come Monday in this Labor Day? Yeah. Sadly, it feels like a year ago. Serena bows out. uh, Great match. I, I don't know. Is that a good run for Serena to see her back win primetime? I know New York City was a buzz. Tiger Woods is there. He's taking pictures and tweeting out. I mean, it was all the buzz. Now she's gone. I look at Coco Golf at 5-1 to one after dispatching Madison Keys, and you see some of the other names of this bar. Fitech, by the way, is in a struggle here in the first set today. She's the yeah. overwhelming betting favorite in the women's side at 2-1. to one. What do you make of this board, and is there any value on it? You know, to me, uh, Carolyn Garcia is playing tremendously well. Coco, I think, has got a shot. Now, she takes on Garcia tomorrow, so that's one to pay attention to. Uh, Sabalenka and Danielle Collins. Um, Ilya Tomlianovich, but I'll tell you, Pagula at 16-1. to one. She Ooh. dismantled Petra Kvitova today. I think she's one that could be very dangerous. So, just something to take a look at if you're looking at this one. Pagula, uh, I-, I love her disposition. You know, we talked about the Buffalo Bills earlier. Her family owns mm-hmm. the Buffalo Bills. To her credit, she never gets too high or too low on the tennis court. By the way, Schweitzak, I mentioned in a struggle, she mm-hmm. lost the first set. Yep. 6-2. Uh, so now, in the betting market, she's up one love in the second. Minus the dollar ninety-five in the live betting market here. Now, of course, there's no wiggle room here. Best of three for the women. What do you make of the number one seed? Is this real danger or? Oh, yeah. This is real danger. Yeah, Julie Niemeyer can really serve. The Germans got a strong serve. More of a clay court player, but can get it done. To, uh, to, uh, really can present some challenges here. And look, I think Iga Schweitek's a very good player. 
I just never believed her in the level maybe some other people have. Mm. Um, you know, she's done well on clay, but she hasn't proven anything to me at the U.S. Open or on hardcore tournaments that she could be able to get it done. So I, I think this one, I mean, I'm looking at it, Dave. It has been an absolute taxing uh, start to the second set. Both players right now. Um, we're still on serve in the second game. It's been 23 minutes long. Now, granted, cool. there was about a seven-minute break in between there. Schweitek went off court. But still, both of them have really had some long-service games right now. Very quickly, I see Pushkova there at 18-1 to 1 to win the, the whole thing, right? Yeah. She's taking on Victoria Azarenka today. And Azarenka, this, this is where I, these numbers are always interesting to me. She's actually the small betting favorite at minus $1.15. Pushkova's minus $1.05. So even though Pushkova, to win the United States Open, is 18-1, to 1, she's a slight, almost yeah. pick em today against Azarenka. How do you, how do you kind of circle those squares? Yeah, I think a lot of it's predicated upon how much money and where it is in terms of the futures markets for a sports book. But at the same time, in this particular matchup, I really like Victoria Azarenka. They're four to four head to head, uh, but uh, Azarenka three to one on hard courts really has done an effective job. I like her to beat Pliskova. Pliskova a little bit inconsistent, doesn't have the movement that uh, of Victoria Azarenka has. Remember, Azarenka is the two-time multiple, uh, I mean, a mm-hmm. Grand Slam champion. So I think that'll bode well here with a good opportunity for both players. Uh, so very quickly, just to kind of put a bow in this conversation, if Yvonne Wendell had all those things today, would Yvonne Wendell be the, today the modern day Rafa Nadal? I don't know. A lot of it's, you know, just your personal interest. You want to continue to play. A lot of guys may not want to once they've made a ton of money. But I'll tell you one thing. He was a great competitor. One thing I like about Yvonne Lendl, that ball comes in midcourt. These people are like, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to hit too close to you. Lendl's trying to put that through your chest. Remember the, the Brits called him like Darth Vader? Yes. Because he was so stoic. That's a tennis lesson, kids. When we come back, hold or fire right here on Big Bets on Vison, the Sports Betting Network. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr. And I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back. And joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. 
Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think you could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. I'm not like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. VSIN's Big Bets with Dave Ross and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Your next win is brewing. Play free fantasy baseball, football, and basketball with draft time matchups presented by Miller Lite. Draft wins in 13 contests and compete for your share of 41000 in total cash prizes. Head to DraftKings.com slash Miller Lite to get in on all the action. Miller Lite, great taste, less filling, must be 21 or older. Terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions to apply. See DraftKings.com for details and please celebrate responsibly. Back alongside Amal Shaw, I am Dave Ross. We roll on with big bets here on VEASAN. Right now, Tiafo is still holding on to that break, but it's a tough Hold here after that break. He does have an ad serving at 4-3. We mentioned Spritech. She right now is knotted up or down 2-1 in the second. Wow. So real danger there. She is minus $1.25 to get the comeback. But right now, down 2-1, and she lost the first set. That is the number one seed in the women's market. Uh, very quickly, all rise. Aaron Judge, 54, is in the books. Um, the Otani conversation still comes up, and it, it should, in the MVP betting market. Oh, I thought you were going to say the Japanese embassy. No, I'm sure it comes up all across the world. It, it should. Shohei Otani is a unicorn. It doesn't make him the most valuable player. But others would argue, no, exactly what you said being a unicorn is why he's the most valuable player. Judges got 54. Is this race done? It is done because uh, Shohei has not played a meaningful game since sometime in May. Do, do people in Orange County still know the Angels are having a season or have they already turned the page to 2023? They're, they're looking at SC football. Yeah, exactly. They, they, they're, they're not. They're looking at the Rams, maybe the Chargers. A little bit. But you're right. That is the problem. They, they almost fall out of the public consciousness, right? Mm-hmm. So as great as Otani is, and the unicorn conversation is a valid argument in the MVP ratings. But when you look at 54 wins, I know the Yankees have really struggled in the second half here. Is it as simple as it's just the home runs, and therefore I can't look at what the other guy does? Even though he's got 30 bombs, what, 10 wins, he does things no other Major League Baseball player can do. Well, look, I don't disagree with you with, from that standpoint, but um, 
You know, to me, playing in games where there's pressure, like right now I'm watching the Blues Jays, Bichette strikes out with runners on second and third. That's pressure. In the seventh inning with uh, – uh, in a 3-2 game where you're playing for a wild-card scenario, that's pressure. Hitting a home run in a game against the Kansas City Royals where you know, you're lucky you've got 12,000 in the stands doesn't really matter. I, th- I think those things have to be taken into consideration. Very quickly, 4-2, Bombers up uh, with the strength of Judge's 54th home run over the Twins right now. And you mentioned the Blue Jays, 3-2 over the Orioles as well. Hey, l- let me just – we'll get to hold or fire in the next segment. But I do want to stay on the baseball theme here for a second. How about the Rays all of a sudden? They've really been playing uh, really good baseball. They're going to go up against the Sox and Michael Waka today. So I see this low total of 7.5 down there in the trop. And uh, the, the Rays, obviously, it, it's a minus 110, almost a pick em matchup here, a minus 107 here now. What do you make of what the Rays have done and what they might do today? Yeah, Dave, I'm laughing because I was literally looking at that right now. I mean, I didn't even think you were going to segue to that particular game right now, but to me, this is interesting. Walk has been outstanding. Uh, he's really done an effective job for this Red Sox team all year long. Uh, so I think this is why you're seeing the number at 7.5. The one thing that still continues to plague Tampa is the inability to score. Uh, Patino is going to be on the mound today, Luis Patino. Mm-hmm. Um, he's made some spot starts for them, but he's, you know, he pitched back in August, went six innings there. So I think you could see him go deeper into a game than you might potentially anticipate. Um, this should be a pretty good game. Uh, walk a 10 and one with a 2.56 wow. ERA. Yeah. He's really done a nice job. Uh, this Red Sox team is hot though. They come in having won five in a row. They really, um, they take care of business in a four game sweep against the Rangers and finish that one off against, uh, Tampa, mm-hmm. I'm sorry, against Minnesota. People are forgetting that this team is technically not out of it. I know it's a long shot for them for the wild card right now, seven and a half back, but obviously they're going to give it everything they got before this season's over. Uh, yesterday, the Sox on the south side could mm-hmm. have really done yeoman's work. If, of, yes. uh, if they could have taken care of the Twins yesterday, they couldn't do it. Now, the Twins are losing today, as we mentioned. Sox now have to go on the road, and it's not a short trip. we got to go all the way out to the Pacific Northwest and take on the Mariners. You got Gonzalez going up against Lance Lynn of the Chai Sox here. And Chicago, a small road favorite, minus $1.16. What do you make of this matchup? Another low total of 7.5. Yeah, Dave, this is a shift in numbers. Seattle opened as a favorite. Remember, the Mariners played the Guardians yesterday at about 1.40 Eastern time was first pitch in Cleveland. Dave, that game ended about 10 minutes short of 11 Eastern uh, eleven Eastern at night. Then they had to fly to Seattle, and they're playing an afternoon game Ooh, here at 3.40 Pacific time. And I think that's why you're seeing such a precipitous move towards the White Sox. So, again, uh, that, those were the numbers are in that one. I don't know. Take your pick for the most disappointing team in Major League Baseball this year. But uh, I've got a team on the list that's going to play today that I want to get your thoughts on. Hold that on. Was, hold on. I want to guess okay. before you say that. Um, and it's from a betting perspective. From okay. what their expectations were at the beginning of the year to where they are today. Well, I initially would have gone with the Chicago White Sox. Well, they, they would be up there. That yeah. would be a choice. But it still feels like they're live in, in their division. The team I'm going to Cincinnati? Pick, it's the Brewers. Oh, Brewers, okay. Right, that I just look at and I go, I, I feel like they're, they're, they're just not going to catch St. Louis at this stage the way they're playing. And uh, Milwaukee's going to go on the road here to take on the Rocks. Small favorite on the road, minus $1.30. Overall... In the futures market, the Brewers feel like, okay, not going to win the division, but they'll be in the postseason, the wild card. Is this the team you can financially back? No, I would actually look to bet against them to make the wild card. Uh, wow. I don't know if they're necessarily going to get past the Padres. 
Uh, we'll see what happens here, but this is going to be interesting in terms of this Milwaukee team. They've just been inconsistent. They can't hit. They're down. They in, can't score. Yeah, exactly. They were down in Arizona this week, and I know Zach Allen's been on fire, 40-plus innings and no runs allowed, but, you know, you want to talk about a hitter-friendly ballpark. Mm-hmm. It's unbelievable down at whatever it's Chase Field or whatever it's called nowadays. But it's always going to be Coors Field to me. The, oh, I'm sorry. They're playing Colorado, yeah. but I'm talking about the Brew Crew this weekend in Arizona. Yeah, yeah. They couldn't hit there. Um, here at the, you know, at Coors, if you can't put some hits together, you're in trouble. Well, here's the problem, though. Okay, so now you've got a team that really struggles to score, mm-hmm. Milwaukee. Yeah. And you got the total because it's the rarefied air, 11 and a half. Right. Do you just say, okay, this is the, you know, you mentioned they couldn't really score runs in Arizona. Well, they score runs today for a team that can't score, but this is the place that you normally get the bats going. I would agree with you, uh, but I'm not completely convinced that they get on track here. That's that's the one area of concern I have. I mean, are they truly going to get on track? That remains to be seen. If they do, then I think it's a different story, but uh, it, it's going to be interesting to see how this one plays out. You mentioned the Padres in that wild card race here with the Brew Crew. Blake Snell is going to take to the mound today for the pods, and the fathers are big favorites, as you can imagine here. Uh, 220 against the D-backs. Again, you got Blake on the mound. You're at home. Would you consider run line play here? Minus a, a one and a half here. Did you shorten that price to a minus dollar ten? A great point, Dave. I'm a big proponent of run lines. Now you got to look at the team and how well they fared so far this year. The Yankees coming into today, 21 out of 85 victories. I'm sorry, 30 out of 85 victories have been uh, by a single run. So they're not as great as some of the other teams. But you look at a team like the Dodgers, 12 wins this year out of 92 have been on the run line. The mm-hmm. Mets, 21 out of 85. So for me, I still roll the dice. I think you're still winning 70% of those games for the Yankees on the run line. Uh, it's still worth it, in my opinion. Speaking of the run line and the team that uh, very fashionable to do so because you've just mentioned very profitable, it is the Dodgers. Uh, they're going to take on the uh, Giants today. Logan Webb's on the mound for San Fran. And again, minus 215 if you like the Dodgers, or you can play that run line here, and that gets you plus plus a dollar. I thought the best spot to bet the Dodgers this weekend was Saturday night if they got embarrassed at home on Friday. Dodgers come back and smash the uh, Padres 12-1, to I believe. But, uh, I, you know, this game is one I would look towards the under. Logan Webb against Andrew Heaney here. Mm-hmm. Heaney's pitched extremely well. Uh, Logan Webb has been very effective. He's had some good success all year long. We'll see if he can get on track or stay on track, rather, against the Dodgers team that continues to score. And see, this is what I understand, and, and we've got to take advantage of it. Yep. You see the Dodgers at 215 every night. 220, 215, but the run line's one and a half. They've won 80 out of 92 games on the run line. Wow. I mean, when you just think about that from a standpoint of they've literally won 20 out of 23 games on the run Shorten line. Shorten that price tag. Yeah, absolutely. You get even money here? Yeah. Uh, the numbers bear out that if you consistently do that, yeah. you're going to be profitable at the end, even if you don't win uh, over 500. Absolutely. And Dave, we've got this great graphic up here. It says, highest run differential through the first 133 games of the season since 1900. The Los Angeles Dodgers are currently sixth all-time at wow. 294. And all the other teams were just slightly uh, before World War I, I'm sorry, World War II or the Cardinals in 44 uh, at plus 302. So it goes to show you how potent this team has been all year. I did not cover any of those teams in the 30s or 40s. I have to be honest with you, Dave. I'm not a guy that makes old person jokes because, number one, I don't believe you're old. But here's the other thing. Whenever somebody's younger and they make that joke, I always say you want to get to this age. Yeah. So enjoy it. Yeah, exactly. Cover sports as long as you can. By the way, uh, back to the United States Open. Tiafo has got three points on his racket to win the first set. Yeah. 
you've mentioned it. You mentioned it with Brian Rogers, one of our bosses here. Why did these guys lose the first set? Would you hop in now? Consider hopping in on a doll if he does, in fact, lose his first set. There are sometimes you're willing to go down on a ship, and uh, this is one of them with Rafael Nadal here against Francis Tiafoe. All right, so let's see if that is a. Uh, it is still 40-15. He has not wrapped up that first hit yet. But if so, you might want to think about hopping in on it all in that live betting market. When we come back, hold or fire lines today. Do you want to bet them now or wait till later? Come on back. It's Big Bets here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. VEASAN's Big Bets with Dave Ross and Amal Shaw on VEASAN. The Sports Betting Network. It is football season, and betters know that this is when the money is made. Nobody knows football like VEASAN, and now's the time to become a VEASAN subscriber and get our comprehensive college and pro football betting guides. Only VEASAN subscribers get all the tools to prep for the college and pro football seasons. Our experts provide profiles of every team with advanced stats and power ratings, plus best bets on season win totals, divisional finishes, and player awards. Sign up early, and for a discount of $175, you'll receive both guides and full VEASAN access all the way through the Super Bowl, or join us for just $40 a month and see everything VEASAN has to up your betting game. Go to VEASAN.com slash subscribe for all of your options and become part of the Sports Betting Network. Back alongside Amal Shaw, I am Dave Ross. We mentioned that uh, Rafael Nadal has lost that first set uh, to Tiafo, so that betting market now has switched. You're seeing Rafa still a, a favorite, about minus dollar sixty-five, minus dollar seventy-five. But you mentioned it was sixty-one before the match. Yeah. If I said Nadal in four before the day, you'd say, "Yeah, it sounds about right." He'd have to sweep the next three for that to happen. You're right, but uh, Dave. Well, first of all, there's a 50-50 shot if you believe Rafa's going to win, right? Yeah. Going to win in four or five. But this is where I think Rafa, Novak, they've always been elite compared to other players, is the fitness level. You're never worried about Rafa if it goes five hours. It, it doesn't no. make a difference. I mean, so, uh, by the way, this is the third career meeting for Tiafo against Nadal. First time he's taken a set off of Rafa. Let's see if he can get two more, but <laughs> that feels like a, a lot to <laughs> ask. Uh, one of my favorite segments that we do here on Best Bets is, or on Big Bets, rather, is Hold or Fire. And the, the concept here is simple. When you look at a number, is it advantageous to get in now, depending on the side, or we're trying to anticipate the line movement? And the reason why we're going to start with the game tonight, and you go, well, the game's tonight. I got I to gotta go now. We saw even in the LSU Florida State game, it got bet up to four before kick yesterday. So if you were on the Florida State side, you could just hold right up to kick, and you got the best of the number, as it turned out. So let's look at Clemson and Georgia Tech tonight because right now that number has gone up to 24 for uh, the Tigers here. They are, again, this is against Georgia Tech here. 51 is the total. Now we do feel like Georgia Tech is could be a – they're going to have to run the ball, muck it up. I don't think they want to go fire for fire with Clemson. Hold or fire – on this number, let's say from the Clemson side, do you think it comes up or goes down? Uh, I think it'll probably stay put. If anything, it might come down a little bit. But, Dave, it was funny. I looked at this one late Saturday night and I said mm-hmm. I should play uh, Clemson right now first half. I wasn't going to play the game. It was 23 or 23 and a half. But the number is at 12 and a half. And I didn't take it. And I said, this thing's going to go up. And even if it comes down to 12, it doesn't hurt you, Dave. Mm-hmm. 12, 12 is just a number that's not going to matter. Uh, but got to 13, 13 and a half. And now with this game getting to 24, it's at 14. So, uh, missed opportunity by me there. And I think sometimes you have to look at the number and say, hey, how do I believe it's going to go? But also, is it going to impact me negatively if it goes against me? Or how will it impact me if it goes 
uh, with me in this particular instance. So I think that's so crucial. So you're not going to get in now in that first half number. And I think the pro tip there is don't chase bad numbers, right? If you feel yeah. like you had the, the opportunity to get a better number earlier in the week, could have fired there, didn't. And now you feel like the number might have gotten away from the side that you like. Yeah, well, so here's the difference, right? Look, I, I still think Clemson can easily roll in the first set. But my argument is this. At 12 and a half, you can win the first half 20 to 7, 21 to 7. Now, let's say you're up 21-7. You're looking at a push. Mm. You've got to score at least three times. You're up by, you know, three, two touchdowns and a field goal to be able to cover that number. It makes it a lot more difficult. And we saw that happen on Saturday with Oklahoma yes. and um, UTEP. Oklahoma's dominating. They were laying, I think, 18, went to 20 in the first half. And then all of a sudden, UTEP gets, I think, 10 points, ends up covering the first half at 28-10. Back to our cover in that first half. Uh, let's do a little holder fire for the games coming up uh, this weekend. And the first one is very intriguing. Roll Tide against Sark. Now, yeah. Sark knows. He, he and Nick know each other very, very well. A lot of familiarity here. When you look at the number here, Bama, right now I'm seeing 20 at Texas, uh, this is going to be a very interesting game on Saturday. If you like Texas and you have the opportunity to fire on 20, do you do it or hold for a potential better number? Uh, you know, you said it's at 20 right now. Mm -hmm. I would, I mean, I would wait to see if it gets to 21. I don't think it necessarily will, but I think because Texas will still draw some money at some point in time. Uh, but look, being at 19, you're better off. Uh, or better served waiting until 21. 19 doesn't hurt you that much, but if it's a 21, it's a much more comfortable feeling. So, again, if you're a Texas backer there, you might want to hold on that number because to a mall's point, even if it, it doesn't go the way you want it to go, as long as it doesn't get past 19, it doesn't hurt you that much in the long run, correct? Correct, yeah, so absolutely. The, the advantageous part of holding there uh, for that better number on Texas, if it, if it does go up to the three touchdowns of 21. So that's why you'd want to hold uh, in that spot. Arkansas, you know, it got a little bit dicey uh, against Cincinnati on Saturday, but they, they do get the win. They win by seven. Now they've got South Carolina coming in on Saturday. So I, I don't know if this is a spot where you go, well, emotional letdown a little bit. Look, Gamecocks, and we know that uh, Beamer Ball is in vogue there with South Carolina. What do you make of this game overall, and do you think this could be a possible letdown spot here as they are laying eight Arkansas at home? Yeah, uh, you know, this is going to be an interesting one here. This, to me, is a, it, it, just when I look at this Razorback team, I like them. They didn't play great, but I think Cincinnati deserves credit for how they played. I think this Cincinnati team is going to be pretty good, and we expected them to be very competitive. Mm -hmm. uh, but overall, this Razorback team against South Carolina, who did not impress, they really struggled in their first game initially against Georgia State, and then they pull away in the second half. They outscore them 23-7, to but for me – um, I think it's going to be too much for Georgia. I'm sorry, for South Carolina. I think Arkansas is one that is going to cover. Uh, but again, I would hold because I'm not worried about if it gets to nine. Uh, that could be a little bit more detrimental than being at eight where you have a potential push. But I want to see if it comes down to seven. So hold if you like Arkansas here, yeah. that number at eight, and see if it gets down inside of eight, whether it's seven and a half or seven. Correct. And if you like South Carolina, I would fire. Love it. Okay, see, that's the premise of the game, people, right there. Absolutely love it. Okay, let's look at Tennessee against Pittsburgh. Tennessee, very impressive, obviously. Pittsburgh, backyard brawl, great game. Didn't cover. They win by seven, and I believe that number closed at seven and a half against WVU. Now Pittsburgh at home, Tennessee coming in. This is a matchup you don't see very often. I'm trying to see if I can get you the, the, the best of the number here for holder fire. But first of all, just your your idea. The makeup of that game is interesting, right? Because Tennessee, it feels like it's a 
I can't really gain a whole lot by winning on the road, but I can certainly lose a little bit. Yeah, and I think, though, remember, Pittsburgh beat them last year on Rocky Top, yes. so a good opportunity for revenge. A lot of people are, uh, the odds makers especially, are hyped up on this Tennessee team. Look, Keaton Slovis didn't look great, but I think the West Virginia deserve a credit, uh, defense deserves a credit for that. I'm just not sure if I believe in Tennessee laying points on the road. Seven is what they're laying. So Ooh, if That's you, a big number. So if you're Pittsburgh, would you fire on I, seven I, now? I would. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. So if you like Pittsburgh, uh, the advice here would be to take that number now at seven, fire on that. And if you're Tennessee laying seven, you're going to hold and see if you can get down inside of it? Yeah, absolutely. Because to me, I think uh, the number will come back. But also, more importantly, from a Tennessee standpoint, um, you know, you want it to come below the seven here. And yeah. I think that'll be that'll be crucial for their uh, chances. And by the way, very quickly on the, on the uh, total, 65 and a half. Older fire, if you like the over. I have a feeling this is going to get bet up. I agree with you, and if you like the over, I would play it now because yes. if it gets to 66, you're looking nine touchdowns and a field goal. Um, I, I don't know if Pittsburgh wants to go tempo, though. Mm. I, I mean, which they generally Boy, don't, that, but, but I mean, right. I think they want to really control the clock here. But still, look, in college football, it's easy to get to 30-plus points. I think it would be easy for Tennessee to be able to score 31 points. I think Pittsburgh will be able to get into that range as well. So for me – um, you know, a lot of it's going to be dictated by how Pittsburgh's defense plays against Tennessee. If they fall behind 17, 21 points, game's going to change drastically. Let me give you a game that the reason why it intrigues me a little bit for Holder Fire is it's got that flat number, that, that quote-unquote dead number of five, okay? It's Wahoo Wah, University of Virginia, taking on Illinois. Oh. Illinois, heartbreak hotel, you can't stop you Indiana. My goodness, yeah. right? So really disappointing loss for the Illini backers. Now they're going to lay five against Virginia, coming out of a nice opening season win against Richmond. It's Richmond. Still, would you, if you're an Illinois backer, hold or fire laying the five? Um, You know, to me, I would wait because I would want this number to come down. Um, If I'm Virginia, if I'm a Virginia backer, I take them and just say, well, there's not that much value. Yeah, maybe, but I think it's going to be a tight game. So instead of being on four plus four, you got plus five. I like that here because I don't really believe it'll go up in favor of um, Illinois. Illinois, exactly. If that's going to be interesting, and, and very quickly again, sometimes you look at these games, you talk about emotions. Certainly in individual sports, it happens in team sports as well. Old Dominion, big win. We mentioned it against Virginia Tech, right? Now they got to go on the road, take on East Carolina. Oh my goodness! Talk about Heartbreak Hotel. For East Carolina to not win that game outright against NC State. East Carolina is going to lay 13. Now, they did lose, but it felt like they easily covered the number and we're right there with NC State, a team that everybody thinks is going to be pretty good. If you're an ECU backer, hold your fire and lay in the 13. I'm, hold, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm firing. Because fire on the 13. I, I, I like this one. I think they're going to cover the, this game. I thought they were right there with NC State, Boy. but I thought Virginia Tech uh, really played very poorly. And I said this about Grant Wells. He's not good. He threw four picks. And remember, they had the missed special teams uh, miscue that got them going. So for me, I, I would be looking at taking uh, East Carolina there. Fire on the 13 before that number potentially gets out of hand. That is the exercise we call Boulder Fire. Come on back. Let's take a look at everything going on in baseball and certainly the United States Open as well. It is Big Bets on Vison, the Sports Betting Network.
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's gonna guard. He's gonna exactly. guard. Like you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's gonna guard. And then on I'm top of that, like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it? <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. VSIN's Big Bets with Dave Ross and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Kick off football season with Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook. All season long, Bet Rivers is your go to sportsbook for all football related content. Check out BetRivers.com or download the Bet Rivers app for the latest odds, unique promotions, player props, and more. Every week, Bet Rivers has unique football specials to help you win big. Cheer on your favorite teams. And your favorite players with Bet Rivers, it's a whole new game. Back alongside Amal Shaw, I'm Dave Ross, wrapping up big bets here on VEASAN. We mentioned the number one seed in the United States Open, Shviatek, was in trouble. She might not be in as much trouble anymore. 5-3 now. She's up a break here in the second set trying to get things to level and not up this uh, match at one set apiece. 
That's the number one seed, of course, on the women's side. Tiafo, by the way, Nadal won all on serve, I do believe, here as they play the third game of the second set. Nadal serving at 30-15. Yeah, and uh, Shvitek facing a break point right now, Dave. Oh. So uh, this thing could get even more interesting. But look, there's been a ton of breaks of serves here in the second set. I mm-hmm. think probably five so far in the eight service games. So doesn't surprise me that uh, you could be looking at it going the other way here in a second. Major League Baseball, we told you Toronto, they have increased their lead over the uh, Orioles to 4-2 now as they play the bottom of the eighth. And the uh, White Sox fans, good news for you. The Yankees are up 5-2 right now with two outs in the eighth, which could be uh, really good news for uh, Guardians and certainly White Sox backers. Yeah, this is a game I'm mad at myself. I told you before we came in yeah, today. Yeah, you I love the Yanks. Bom- Bombers in a run line spot today. Great spot for them. And uh, they take care of business. I didn't even know. I saw. I looked up and I saw the 5-2 score. I'm not sure how they got the runs. It was tied at two apiece. But Yankees doing a nice job in this one, taking care of business fairly comfortably. Um, Judges, ju- oh, Judges 54th. Right. That was the two-run shot. Okay. And that's his. Now he's he's homered in three consecutive games. Yeah. As we believe the MVP market is put, put to bed. But I know the Otani backers out there will always say, hey, don't forget about Shohei. Almost sneezed. Sorry. Uh, very quickly, uh, before we get back to, to hold or fire here with some other college games that are really intriguing, by the way, when you look at the numbers uh, right now, is there any Major League Baseball game that we haven't talked about so far uh, over the course of the show that you look at that you think there might be any value on, or do you think we already hit the ones that you really like for the day? Yeah, I think we've hit the ones, but uh, I, you know, the couple that I would keep an eye out for is potentially this Guardians-Royals matchup. Both teams struggle to score. you got McKenzie going against Singer. Both guys have pitched very well. Okay. Uh, that's when I would take a look at potentially maybe an under. And then the Webb Heaney one, I, I was surprised this was an eight, but again, the way the Dodgers offense is going, but uh, Webb comes in with a 289 and Heaney with a 2.12. Both guys have pitched extremely well, so something to pay attention to if you're looking at this matchup. And again, very quickly, before we get to the games this weekend in college football with the numbers that are out, we mentioned, and it is, by the way, our pro tip for this hour, do not chase bad numbers. Example, Clemson, to your point, they were 12 in the first half earlier in the week, but now that first half number is 14 uh, before we get to game time here. So don't bet into that key number. Correct them all that. Hey, if you get the number that you like, and you mentioned 12 is kind of a, it's not a dead number, but it's, it's, it's not going to kill you if it goes 11 and a half or 12 and a half. But once it gets to 14, that's where trouble might lie. Yeah, that's absolutely right. And I think that's something you got to pay attention to. And if if you get a scenario like that, you got to, uh, be a little bit more cautious. And, you know, sometimes, unless you absolutely love a game. Look, if you love Clemson right now in, in the game laying 24 and you think you're going to win by 40, hey, go to town. But that's three scores. That's yeah. the difference now between, exactly. obviously, that number of 12 going to a number that uh, could be a more dicey proposition at 14. So, again, that's our pro tip for the hour. They are available every hour here across the entire VEASAN spectrum. They are available for pro subscribers only at VEASAN.com. You can sort them out by show or by sport, whatever your betting desire is. Let's get back to Holder Fire as we look at some of these games. And again, a lot of times what we're doing in this exercise, and I think it's very helpful, certainly early in the week on a Monday and a Tuesday specifically, those numbers are out, and we're trying to anticipate where the line might move. And a lot of times betters, and this is something else you should be aware of, is they go, it's recency bias. Right. They see what happened last week. Well, that's got to translate into next week. Not always. Let's take the case of Florida. That huge win against Utah, right? And they win by three. And Anthony Richardson now is 22 to one to win the Heisman Trophy. And now Kentucky is coming into the swamp. And the Wildcats are getting four and a half. And you go, well, four and a half? I got to fire on that number if I like the Gators. What would you do? Let's go from Florida's perspective. 
Would you lay the four and a half today? Would you fire on that? Or would you wait to see if that number comes down and hold? I, w- I would fire on it because I think Kentucky's a well-respected team. They've had good success under Mark Stoops, a great defensive coach. They will find a way to slow down Richardson and company, and they're going to want to uh, do things that are a little bit more conservative. I think it's going to be a tighter ball game. So I think if you're getting four and a half, that's a pretty good number with Kentucky here. So fire on, on Kentucky if you like it. And again, if you're a Gator backer, you might want to hold and see if that number comes down. But I'm with you. I don't think this number goes up. Correct. I don't think it's going to start going the way of Kentucky. So if you like the Wildcats on the road here, you might want to scoop up and fire on that four and a half right now. Let's get to a game that I know maybe not across the country people weren't that concerned about. But I was watching that Syracuse-Louisville game, my boys up there up north, and Steve Mackinnon, I mentioned it, this was one of his uh, system plays here where he had Syracuse in that win one week uh, against blowout victory over Louisville, and it just it was, it was never in doubt. Now. They're going to go on the road and take on Jim Moore Jr. in stores and lay 22 and a half. Okay, from the UConn perspective, after what you saw in their week one performance against Nevada, excuse me, against Utah State, would you hold or fire on UConn getting 22 and a half? Well, you know, I I would uh, hold, and the reason why is if it goes up to 23 or 24, it's advantageous to you, whereas the 22, if it comes down, even 21 and a half, it's not going to be as big of a deal. So I look at the number and say, hey, this is the ideal number where I can sit there and wait, and if it goes up, it doesn't hurt me that much if it comes down, mm. but if it goes up, it's much more advantageous. There it is. So, again, if you like Syracuse, you might then want to fire on that, but if you like UConn to a mall's yeah. point, this is the exercise here. You want to hold and see if that number can get up. Because, again, recency bias, people go, oh, Syracuse blew out Louisville. They must be good. Maybe Louisville's not that good. So we'll find out how that works out uh, for that addition. Uh, Houston against Texas Tech. Now, Houston is getting two and a half against the Red Raiders. If you're Houston, hold their fire, taking those points. Two and a half doesn't always come into play. Obviously, you'd love to three. What would you do if you're a Houston backer here? Hold or fire on taking potentially the two and a half today? Um, I would hold. Again, goes to a similar point we made. You'd rather get the three than the two and a half. Even if it comes down to two, doesn't hurt you that much. But you'd rather uh, sit there and wait. I think that's a really good example of sometimes where you got to understand where the number is. Whether it's going to go against you or not, you got to be able to anticipate that. And sometimes you can be wrong. But understanding uh, the number clearly makes a difference in terms of how you play it. So, again, conversely, if you like the Texas Tech side, again, you would fire on that two and a half now because, again, it could possibly go up to three. We saw that with Utah against Florida last week. Some threes hit, and then people jumped on the Florida yeah. side. That's the exercise here of hold or fire. Another one. Okay. Marshall. Who's going to back Marshall at Notre Dame? They're getting 20. Now, the Irish, say what you want. Undefeated ATS in week one for Marcus Freeman, but 0-1 after that disappointing offensive show against Ohio State. Do you trust Notre Dame enough offensively to cover the big number 20 at home if you like the Irish, hold or fire today on a Monday? You know, I would would fire uh, because I think the number might go up. Look, I think Notre Dame's defense is elite. I think that they'll be fine offensively. Mm-hmm. I, I think that they were playing a team that's also going to be elite defensively. Uh, so I'm not as concerned. I think Notre Dame is going to absolutely take care of business. And I think Marshall is going to have a hard time scoring. You know, I was on with JBT on the opening line numbers yesterday, and I said it was 55 on the total. I said, I would look at this game under. Because I think Marshall is going to have a hard time getting to 17 against Notre Dame. Well, guess what? If you like that under, I hope you already fired. Because that number 
has come down to 51 and a half. Yeah, I thought the number was too high on the opener. Um, you know, Dave, that's the one thing you have to be able to look. It's not even being able to anticipate. It's a number. Where do you think it is? Do you think it's too high, too low? And I said 55. Who's scoring 55 here? Mm. They're not scoring 17 on Notre Dame's defense. Are the Irish going out and scoring 40? So, again, and this is getting back to, to one of our pro tips, that, that best of the number there, it's long gone now, yeah. down to 51 and a half. So don't chase those bad numbers. But, again, hopefully you fired earlier. To that point, Ohio State coming off that win against Notre Dame, 43 and a half. They're going to lay at the shoe against Arkansas State. Sorry, Arkansas State. You're going to get blown out. But if you like the Buckeyes, are they going to blow them out by 44 or more? Would you hold or fire on that number of 43 and a half? I, I would hold because you'd want to see if it comes down. If it goes up, it doesn't hurt you that much. But um, this is going to be an interesting game to see. I think Ohio State's offense is going to have something to prove. I think that we're going to see them potentially put up a ton of points. I would look at this first half. It's probably going to be about 26, 27. Mm-hmm. Um, so just pay attention to that if you're looking at taking it. Very quickly before we wrap up the show, I just want to squeeze in one more if we can. Texas A&M is going to lay 17 against App State. 17 if you like the Aggies. 12th man. Hold or fire on that 17 today? Great question, Dave. And I'm sorry I'm taking longer than I normally would here, but this is the <laughs> tough, a one. tough one. It is. It really is. It's a good one you guys put together there. I'll uh, tell you what. You don't have to answer it today. We've got all week. But, all right. again, that number, that's why we go through that exercise of hold or fire. I, want to thank I would you. fire. Take App State in 17. Woo! Take App State in 17 today. I want to thank Lorenzo Alexander Mark Dominic for joining us. Thanks for watching Big Bets here on VCND Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff. 
Are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddy? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddy on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.